time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the I want to see some of that with this. This castle is You know, Eric, last time we gathered together, I feel like we left some things, you know, left some business undone. Left some business on the table. What kind of business, Alex? Wizard business. Ho, ho, ho! Exactly. <laughs> Eric, welcome to the show that you're on. Uh, this is WizBiz with Alex and Eric. I am Eric. And I am Alex. And together we are the thing we just said. Tonight, we are discussing Adventure Time, Season 2, Episodes 5 and 6. Storytelling and Slow Love. Slow Love was the second one. Storytelling yeah. I kind of had, and I was going to call it Grables, but uh, that's a later storytelling. <laughs> yeah, Grables don't happen yet. Yes, thankfully. Because yes. uh, let me tell you, I had a moment of, I think, you know, panic's an over, overstatement, but I had a moment of, oh, God, because I thought it was going to be a Grables one. I was just like, oh, it's going to be like. Do you not like the Grables? I like the Grables. I'm not a fan of, I don't like, uh, I don't even know how you describe it on this show, but like, it's a 15 minute show, and mm-hmm. then they subdivide it into three stories. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, 15 minutes is just, that's. The shortest, I feel like, storytelling can be done in. And the fact they break it into three. Like, I'm not a big uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror thing either. You know, I have to say, I have listened to you tell stories and have never heard you tell a story in as little as 15. That is, I mean, I I, I appreciate you trying to dunk on me. But me being overly lengthy about telling stories is not one of my faults of 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 my many generally it's i'll let you tell you this great story 35 seconds later it's over like yeah yeah, that's Uh, that's true that's 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 the whole thing uh but i mean if we want we can enumerate all my other faults for you to dunk on later um why don't we uh save that until um, oh that could be a segment yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, look, hey, Alex, list 10 faults. Yeah, look at this dull insecurity I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds like that sounds like a painful uh, segment that would be bad for your mental health. So exactly. we won't do that. Uh, uh, yes, if you would like to hear that, uh, please uh, reference the 10 plus years of the Alex S. archive. Okay. okay. Uh, Eric, I would also like to ask you, uh, how, how are you doing? What's, what's, up, what's up? Good. I, uh, I silenced my phone. I very much appreciate that. Uh, I saw that before, and I said, that's a man that remembers the, the tongue lashing he got. That's sort of the biggest change in my life. Um, uh, it's a big one, though. It's yeah, a, it's yeah. A big, it's a really it's a big, big step. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm not feeling any anxiety about it. I know that my phone is silent. It's sitting, it's sitting many feet away. So even if it does make a noise, it'll be faint. Uh, you know, here's the thing, though, is – oh, wait, you're not going to fall for this. Forget it. Uh uh, multiple of my friends and myself included have that kind of OCD. Like you could get in their head by just out of nowhere going, "Hey, you know, I was just thinking, did, you forgot to lock the front door, didn't you?" It just, you know, like that. And I was, and I was just going to do the. I don't, you know, it was funny, Eric. I know you brought the screen up. But I don't think you actually went to the, to the, to the mute. Oh, I did. I remember. Yeah, doing no, no, it. but Great. the thing is, yeah, but you, you've got too much confidence and, and memory confidence. to fall for that shit. Yeah, you don't, you don't have the uh, the weird OCD broken brain as me and some other friends. So. So, Alex, uh, you know there's that sort of uh, stereotype of men about how when they get colds, they turn into, like, whiny little wimps and they curl up on the couch and they're just completely useless. Does does that happen to you? 
I'm glad, yes. Yeah, no, I've been doing really well. Um, <laughs> I'm just fucking with it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, do I whine on the couch? When you get a cold. When I get a cold. Yeah. Like a little sniffle? No, I mean, I what like I green do... green stuff is coming out of your nose? No, what I do is I bravely soldier on like like a like a man from the 1900s saying none of this is real emotions and feelings are nothing to me i i and then i walked uphill both ways to my school uh-huh. and, uh, through a bed of hot lava and you just sneeze on everybody while you're doing it uh, yeah and then yeah cuz it's like whatever you know what oh no what the sickness is going to do it you become a living vector what are you going to put a diaper on your face libtard <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I do do that. I usually text people and say, oh, my God, I feel like shit. Can you please send me funny memes to make me feel better? Ah. Oh, so you're basically just like Jake. I mean, I'm a shape-changing magical dog. Yes. No, no. I mean, you get whiny and you need a story told to you. Oh, yeah, that too. I never really thought about that. Yeah, yeah. We're we're a lot alike in that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, past the surface level, like how I'm yellow and can change shape. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm voiced by John DiMaggio as well. Yeah, yeah, you are. It's, it sounds great, by the way. Thank you, John. You know what's weird about that? Is, you know, I was just referenced Alex Cast. That started in 2010. So John DiMaggio has been doing this voice, my voice, for 13 years now. Well, he... And I've never brought it up. When he commits to a part, he stays and finishes what he's working on. Well, I made him right? sign an NDA uh, yeah. early on. I was like, hey, famous man from Futurama, which is currently on the air for the first run, I think. <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, <laughs> please do my voice. And he's like, yeah, what do you, what do you need from me? I'm like, all right, here's what's going to happen. Is it going to have an unscripted hour of me rambling? And then I'm just going to need you to lip sync ADR style uh, over the entire track. And then we'll you know, do it. And he's like... Sure. What kind of voice do you want? I want you to do an exact imitation of me. And that's, you know, that's that's the story of it. I mean, the thing that's weird is like. How little I have to say about this episode. So I'm just grasping. How strange anything. it is to think about John DiMaggio having this conversation about himself talking like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, this is weird, dude. It's yeah, so this meta. Is, this is like, yeah, exactly. This is super meta. I don't know what's going on. Is this a Rick and Morty episode? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, all right. So storytelling season two, episode five, Jake is sick. Yes. He's, he's got, he's got the sniffles. He pukes. He like whines and whines and whines until Finn brings him soup. And then he drinks the soup and then he pukes it everywhere. And then he's like, he's like, I need a story. You have to tell me a brand new story. And then he's like, I don't want a made up story. I want a real story. Yes, I did enjoy the once upon a time. It's like, no, I've already heard that one. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, so, yeah, Finn gets his idea of, no, okay, I'll go outside and have a real adventure and find a story for you. Mm-hmm. And the, the first story he finds is he sees a, a leaf falling and, and the snail, snail is on it. it. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, that's, that's, uh, I mean, honestly, if I had a friend trying to make me feel better and told me that and like actually meant it, like, no, seriously, I saw a fucking leaf falling and there was still a snail on it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, man. It's a good story. Wish that happened to me. <laughs> it's kind of the most prominent appearance of this. Mm. Isn't it? Doesn't it like, yeah, I guess you're right. I have a memory of it like being center camera waving. That's where, it, like maybe earlier in an earlier episode, it, it could have. But, you know, apparently the snail shows up in every episode. Oh, yeah. And I don't, don't know if we talked about like that on the show. So there's yeah. another example of audience at home. If you want to go through and watch every episode of Adventure Time, and make a list, an Excel spreadsheet of every appearance of the snail and send it to us. I mean, we'll pay you back with like. I'm pretty sure. We'll say thanks. That's already been done on the Adventure Time wiki. All right. So if anybody wants to find this wiki <laughs> that he's talking about and send it to us, but I want it in an Excel spreadsheet. 
Google Docs is fine too. The Google spreadsheets, uh, LibreOffice. It doesn't have to be like Microsoft spreadsheet. I'd be yeah. happy with a CSV file. A CSV file would be fine, yeah. or like one of those like. Uh, oh wait, no, is the CSV the one with comma? Is that yeah, what CS4? Yeah. Okay, I was yeah, like, CSV I was like, no, that comma. dumb comma thing. It's like, oh no, that is CSV. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, Jake's like, fuck you, your your efforts mean nothing to me and my sickness, and he sends Finn back out again. To he fuck. tells Finn that if he doesn't get better, he's going to die. Oh, yes, he's going to- And gonna, that when yeah. he dies, his guts are going to blow out of his face. Yes. <laughs> which is gross. Yeah, and and he wants to be buried in two separate holes from his guts and the rest of his body, <laughs> yeah. which is which is really fun. Uh, that's I kind of want that, too. Yeah, I, that's how I want to go. Yeah. But not in like a- Real life way, you know those diseases that like kind of liquefy you and you kind of thoroughly. I kind of want to be mummified, so I want all of my separate guts to have their own little canopic jars. That'd be cool. You know, I want to do the Buddhist uh, self mummification thing where you like do austerities in a hole and you just like starve to death and yeah, you just like and then by the like by the end you're only eating like acorns or something. And uh, you ring you ring a bell every day to show the uh, outside world that you're still alive, and you're just praying all day, and basically starve yourself to death. I think it actually starts like a year before you start this like uh, fasting whatever process. But the idea is like you purify yourself so much that you don't uh, you don't uh, you don't decay as much. Like you you know you're more preserved your your corpse. Do you so, yeah. think? Do you think you'd be able to pull that off? Um, I mean. No, but I could, like, Cask of Amontillado style, get trapped in a room somewhere by, like, somebody that's mad at me. Oh, I have a perfect room. There's a little uh, alcove right over there. Ooh, I would love to see what's in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think there's a Cask of Amontillado in there. Oh, I, I stashed it in there uh, the first time we recorded the Alex cast. <laughs> walking noise, walking noise, walking noise. <laughs> mortaring noise, mortaring noise, mortaring noise. <laughs> Welcome back to WizBiz with Eric. <laughs> And I'm your new host, Alex. Uh, this one, I'm voiced by me. Uh, Eric didn't realize he just walled up John DiMaggio. <laughs> Which is fine, because there's not going to be any more Jake the Dog adventures. Well, you never know. You never know. This is kind of one of those things, like, Jake gives Finn a list, and on the list are things like romance, suspense, action, oh, we a should, fight. We should examine this list, ending. though. Yeah. Huh? We should examine this list. Okay. Mostly, it's, it's, uh, it's handwriting. His yeah. terrible handwriting. Some of the letters are backwards or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we we've all, we've established that Jake is the head head editor of a holographic news service, <laughs> right. and all those things were well spelled when we saw that. Yeah, yeah. So what what's going on here? Is he, is this some kind of is he <laughs> gaslighting Finn into thinking, oh no, I'm your cool wacky brother magical dog? Look at my wacky handwriting. I think really, he's because he's, he's sick. Do you think he's so sick he got like Toys R Us style dyslexic? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Oh, it's a right. brain fever, for sure. Oh, I didn't think about brain fever. Yeah, he's oh, totally you know, he might fever. he might have poo brain. He has poo brain. He probably caught it from that he time. Probably he probably got yeah. poo, ba- poo brain from you know. I mean, just the episode before. Well, yeah, he probably got poo brain from Ice King. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the the, the most obvious choice. When he goes into the woods, you mean Jake Finn? Finn. I Finn. mean Finn. When Finn goes in the woods, he is always going to be Finn. Mm-hmm. I I think Jake is a is an it. So it's disgusting animal and should be referred to with human pronouns <laughs> please don't listen to old episodes where i say he about 15 million times when referred to uh so finn goes out into the woods looking for adventure and his first thought is i'm gonna find love i'm gonna see scenes of love and he, he does some uncomfortable stuff yes so he, so he finds a couple of ants and they uh he's like hey you guys in love and they talk to him in an ant language which is fun and then he runs into maybe there's some other stuff but the the the, the main one Mm-hmm. Is he runs into a goose and a fox hanging out, and it's out. Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. This is the first appearance of Mr. Fox, by the way. 
Yeah, who shows up quite a few times after this. Yeah. Uh, and Finn bodily forces them to kiss. And the goose's name is uh, Bubba Fina. No. Okay, so according to the the uh, captions, her name is Boob Afina. Boob Afina? Boob Afina. But they say Bubba Fina. Oh, do they? Because I... I I was reading Maybe it. Maybe they do say Bubafina. I don't, the, here's the thing is, you know that deal where if you're reading the, th- you know, you ever see those sound tests where the line you're reading is the one that you hear? Yeah. And then yeah. you move down one? Mm-hmm. I was reading the subtitles and it said Bubafina, so that's all I heard. Like there's no, there's no other way around it. it, it so it's Bubafina. I mean, uh, it could be Bubba, but like in my world, it's funnier because like a guy goes out in search of love and the first things he finds is boobs. You know, like that's that's such that's such a male male story. You know, I feel like we've all had that story happen. Uh, I've never actually touched a boob in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, maybe you'll get some volunteers from the podcast audience. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I'm I'm open to suggestions, audience. So if you're you know, give me a DM at Alex Bolin uh, with two X's, two L's. Uh, you know, we could we could talk. You know, be like, hey, what's up? Uh, I, I hear that you're looking for looking for love on the internet. And I'd be like, yeah, I am. Let's let's have a chat. Oh man. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then they can DM me them titties. I mean, you can always just go find a goose. <sighs> yeah, but then it's like goosey goosey gander. Whither shall I wander? And no one's ever going to answer that. <laughs> Uh, so does so, anybody does I do you even know what that is? Sorry, I just said that out I loud. I mean, I've definitely heard it before. Isn't oh, it okay. an old nursery rhyme? Yeah, I think it's an old nursery rhyme. It's one of those things that's been in my head my whole life, and I'm like, but I don't even. All I know is that line. I don't know where it's from. You it's, should Google it. And then it's more fun to just ask random people. Well, I'm not random. I think you're pretty random. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm so you random. see me regularly, and that makes me less random than just some random. Let me ask you, what's our schedule of seeing each other? Uh, I mean, we see each other like once a week, pretty much. Well, yeah, but it's not like a regular day. It's almost always one of two specific days. That sounds pretty random to me. It's pretty regular. No, (laughs) it's pretty regular. We have a 50% randomized rate. A 50%. It's not random. What do you mean? That's 50%. It's either Saturday, it's either (laughs) Sunday or Thursday. That's very random. There's no way to predict it, Sue. I think I could predict it. I bet you I could predict it pretty accurately. Well, yeah, because I never do anything. So I'm always open (laughs) to whatever day you have free. Again, ladies, DM me. I can give you all the attention you need. Oh, God. Uh, He then finds a a young bear. What do you call a surly teenage bear? A surly surly teenage bear. Yeah, surly teenage bear. Spray painting bear on an old car. Yes. Uh, one of the things I really liked about this episode is, is as Finn wanders through the woods, there's tons and tons and tons of that uh, pre-mushroom war, like post-apocalyptic mm. junk everywhere. Yeah, there was like a boombox in one spot, and yeah, yeah, there was like a, uh, yeah, and there's like old cars and just there's just uh, prehistoric or there's just ancient trash everywhere, which is kind of cool. Like we we've brought that up before. Yeah. Like this episode, this season, and more and more, we're, they're going to start leaning more into the lore and talking about how. You know, it, it, how he's Data's evil brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How I'm flipping out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to describe that. <laughs> um, no, how uh, you know how Ooh is Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a show on Discovery, or one of the, one of the mm-hmm. things that proposed itself to be science back in the day, uh, called After Humans. Mm-hmm. That they so they did an apocalypse and then saw the world, uh, you know, what it looks like in 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, whatever. Uh, and I'm pretty sure after a thousand years, I'm, like most boom boxes are going to be 
dust. Oh, yeah. They'll be crumbled to bits. Yes. They, they won't actually survive. So I would just say that the infrastructure of Ooh, uh, hardy. So like, yeah, you know, because maybe they maybe they had the apocalypse in like 200 years from where we are now. So like their infrastructure was like, I can't do it. God damn it. I mean, it can do it. It's just not good at it. Um, my, I, I have a different theory. My theory is that um, some of the magic in Ooh just keeps stuff from decaying. That's a good one. Yeah. I've been reading The Dark Tower, and uh, mm-hmm. that's part of the thing there, that time works weird on their side. So, like, that's why they can go to like, – oh, there's still, like, working monorails, and there's, like, the remains of New York is there. and yeah. It's like that line from um, from uh, Angela Jolie, Angelina Jolie's masterpiece, Tomb Salt? Raider. Tomb Raider? Oh, okay. Tomb Raider. Time is broken here. Yes. I don't remember that, but I watched that movie when I was very drunk one night. I came back from the bar, and it was, like, 2 in the morning. And uh, it was on some streaming service, and I'd never seen it before. And I I loved it. Like, I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Like, this Have is, you watched it, it sober? I have. And, and it is not the best movie I've ever seen. It, it, is, is, it is so far for the best God, movie I've ever seen. It is seen. such trash. It is such a horrible movie. I watched it. That's an old movie, too, because uh, I think I watched it when I was still married. I think that's probably – that's either 2003 or something. I was something. about to say, yeah, that's either late 90s or like 2000, yeah. 2004 at latest, I'd say. Yeah, I would say that fits within my window of being married. But um, I just remember uh, my ex-wife and I laughing at that movie so much when we watched it and making fun of it constantly. And that's why that time is broken here line stuck in my head because we would say it to each other constantly. Anytime something was screwed up, you'd be like, oh, man, time is broken. Yeah. In, in the Dark Tower, it's the world has moved on. The world has moved on. Yeah. That's a, that's his kind of cover. God, I, I'm not going to talk about that. I, okay, just a, okay. I want to talk about the Dark Tower just for one second. No, you already talked about the Dark Tower. No, no, but this is more, this is more important because it's got it later. Stephen King wrote himself into the story. So what? the characters actually go and meet Stephen King, the writer. And it turns out Stephen King, the writer, is like this incredibly important thing. <sighs> And the only reason I'm trying to finish it is because I just, I'm so deep now. I'm on the last book. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just power through. But Jesus Christ, fucking don't write yourself into a story. Don't look at me when I say that. Either. <laughs> but I would never, I would never write myself in by name. Right, right. Vague references to yourself are fine. Yeah. Because he referenced himself a couple books before and I was like, oh, that's fine. It's like a throwaway multiverse thing. That's, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you make a reference to yourself. <laughs> but then he's fucking there. Meeting. Anyway, so okay. the bear... Uh, sucks at fighting and Finn just uh-huh. headbutts at once, which, dude, bear, you gotta, that's just, you're getting owned in front of your mom by if a teenage boy. If you can friggin' headbutt a bear into unconsciousness. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think of how thick a bear skull is. I, yeah, I should, I should probably say that. I do appreciate the, the skill that Finn showed there mm-hmm. and the, the, the head structure is, yeah. is, is very impressive. I should, I shouldn't take that. Away. I should lead with that. Yeah. But secondary to that is what a, come on, bear, dude, you gotta do, your mom's watching you and you just got owned by, by a teenage, a teenage boy. boy it's it is embarrassing it's super embarrassing and that bear that what was he uh, anxious te- uh, uh angry teenage bear or something like that oh uh. man we had it we had it a minute ago. well you had it a minute ago no, no, I, you said it out loud first no i said i don't remember what it's called and then kind of guessed at one and then you responded and i said that oh it. maybe we just maybe we like blackpilled each other that like oh, we shit. neither of us ever knew that did neither of us know this yeah. Well, you're oh, going to edit. When you edit this, you'll have I'm to. I'm not going to edit this. Yeah, you're going to edit I mean, I'll edit the episode. I'm not going to leave this. I'll probably leave this part in. Unless we're like going along and then this is the exact type of thing I would cut out. Okay. But if, if this episode, like, would I would I look at it later and it's like an hour and four minutes? Oh, boy. The audience is going to hear all this bullshit about the Dark Tower. <laughs> all right. So 
So uh, everything is kind of so, and then the next thing that Finn does is he suspense the suspense. He has yeah. to do suspense, and so he's trying to find something suspenseful, and he picks up this big rock like he's going to threaten this little nest full of baby birds. I was, I was and his imagination, in his imagination, he goes through the scenario and he realizes he can't do it, but he's already caused so much trouble in the forest that all the animals gang up on him, and then Forest Wizard appears. Thank you. Forest wizard. I couldn't think of his name and I didn't look it up because I really wanted to take a nap before he got here. (laughs) (laughs) So forest wizard appears, bonks Finn on the head, puts him in a cage and is about to feed him to some magic pit trap. Think about how strong that makes forest wizard. Well, we know that wizards are strong. No, no, but I mean physically. Yeah, because Finn just knocked out a juvenile bear with his skull. Yes, and then, and then this elder wizard, this elderly wizard, mm-hmm. knocks him out with his staff, and not like a magical. Maybe the staff has like a maybe it's like increased a plus, HP or something. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. a plus one staff. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like plus one pummel or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Or it's that thing like in some RPGs where you do one attack, but it's actually like two punches. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, now that Finn is stuck, he starts giving out helpful. He's, he knows he's on the way out. He starts giving out helpful advice to the forest animals. You know, he tells uh, Mr. Goose and uh, Bubafina that they should be together. And they're sort of like, oh, yeah, we've always wanted that. And he tells Mr. Fox to kind of get over it. He tells. Yeah, though, the, the Mr. Fox thing is it's kind of brutal because it's like, it is. Hey, incel. She doesn't <laughs> like you. But Finn doesn't actually try to improve his life. I mean, not that it's on Finn. It's on Mr. Fox. To improve it his is life. on Mr. Fox. But, to improve it's his a life. little brutal. But Mr. Fox is probably going to have a better time if he dates a lady Fox. I mean, that's just species. It is a little species, but I'm mostly concerned about the fact that, um, uh, the genitals are going to, yeah. Not... Cause I know ducks have like corkscrew genitals and I know yes. foxes don't. So I don't know if gooses have that as well. I, I'm pretty sure gooses have something like that. Uh, basically battle genitals, but also they've got a cloaca. Yeah. And I've never heard that word. Are you making a serious face or no. is this a joke? That's literally a running joke on, on, on John Oxade stuff. Oh. Where in every episode I try to just shoehorn in the word cloaca just because I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just don't think that Mr. Fox and Boobofina would would have worked out. It would have been unsatisfying. I don't know. Foxy boobs. There's something there. There's no... <laughs> I was alive in the 80s, man. I'm telling you, foxy boobs or something there. And then one of my favorite parts is Finn Finn turns to uh, Mrs. Cow. Oh, I love this. And he's like, Mrs. Cow, you don't you don't need to wear that bucket over your udder. Like, like be free. You're not you're natural. You you deserve it. And so she drops off the bucket and her udder has a fill face. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's just gross and terrible. It's so awful. Yeah. It is really terrible. And I love it. There's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. But Finn fixes everything. And uh, he's like, hey, man, can I go? He's like, yeah, it's your It's a cage, cage made out of twigs. So because because we, you know, both of these episodes don't have much like a cult overtone, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little spirituality here. Because, you know, a lot of you guys are caught in cages and you don't realize they're just made of sticks. Yeah, your cage you is just, made of sticks. You just, just kick, kick your out way of out of it. That's all you have to do. This all the stuff that you're stuck in, all this trauma that you're bringing along with. All you have to do is realize I'm just going to kick my way out of it. And that's why I want you to sign up for my eight-week course, How to Kick Your Way Out of Depression. Kicking solves so many problems, yeah. Alex. I wish that our uh, audience really realized the, the the universal application of the kick. I'm going to tell you at home, 
that one day you're going to feel like, ugh, yeah. And the next day you're going to feel like, kia, because you're going to kick your way out of depression. So call 1-800-347-8287 and it'd be funny if you called that because it might be a real number. I don't it know. might I be a real number. Ass. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I think we ran out of 800 numbers. I mean, yeah, there's, there's only, you know, whatever... Oh, I can't do that math. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. Whatever, whatever three times four, but the three, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> three times nine, three, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Wait, what with, I'm not, I'm not, no, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I am don't worry about, about it a little bit. Okay. Eric, I, I yes. was thinking that we should do... Like, well, let's let's finish this episode. First. Oh, oh! I I thought we had. Sorry, I no. have like nothing on this episode. I was kind of. Oh, sorry. I was, no. I was, so like, I was imparting my so, lack of caring about this episode onto you. I so apologize. So Finn does does bring back a story in the end, and he tells it to Jake, and he gets cured. But then Finn gets sick, and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And then, uh, so you know, one of my favorite things about this episode is that Mr. Fox, um, it's his first appearance, and he's he's a really good uh, supporting character. Would you go so far as to say he's fantastic? No, I would not. He's, well, Wes he's, Anderson finds you disgusting. Well, except that Mr. Fox really isn't fantastic. I can't I can't even think of an impressive thing that he does in this entire series. I just know he shows up a lot. He built that rocket ship and then got, like, irradiated by gamma rays. Oh, and turned into a giant green fox? Yeah. Okay, well, that's pretty impressive. I forgot about that episode. Oh, uh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. Those are four other fantastic people I was thinking of. My apologies. Oh, yeah. <sighs> So you don't remember a single thing that Mr. Fox does no, he's either. I think I think he has like a comfy pillow in one episode, which sounded nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was excited because you know the little uh, the little board at the beginning, the title card at the beginning. Uh, Mr. Fox is on it, and I saw it. I was like, oh, that's Mr. Fox. I don't think we've seen him yet. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and Mr. Fox is voiced by Tom Herpich, who is uh, a writer for Adventure Time. He also writes for Steven Universe and Over the Garden Wall. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a that's a fine Jesus. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, those are three heavy hitters right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, in season one we ran into some more over the garden wall. Yeah, I knew there's an overlap, but it's like when you hear it like listed out like that, it's like, oof. Yeah, wait, way to go, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's definitely he's got some writing chops. Yeah, but then you look at his IMDb and it's like, yeah, there's know, nothing there. No, no. But I mean, like he's like, oh, he wrote for like like d- dog poop in the morning. Oh yeah, it was a short lived <laughs> sitcom on Fox. You know, like all these you know just shitty shitty attempts at things. Hey, Alex. I don't know where this is going. Hey, Eric. Do you have any shiny rocks today? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> you don't know where this is going. <laughs> like, where else is it going to go? <laughs> so I, I have, I have like, a bunch to tell you right now. It's, okay. a, it's a little bit different from the normal well, uh, word-based thing. It's all word-based. Do you need to save some for no, later? because what it is is there's one that's ep- related to the episode. Uh-huh. And then one, like, you know, like, set theory one set of words. I do know set theory, yeah. actually. Would you like to ask me questions about set theory? No, that's it. I just like oh, okay. a set of words, but it's under one. Yeah. How is that related to set theory? Do you know set theory? It's a set of words. No, but what I mean is it's a set that encompasses one kind of totality of itself. So it only works as a set. It doesn't work in a set in a, like a like a CSV comma separated line of things. Uh-huh. It's a set as in like a box. Okay. It's like, a- yeah. Okay. Also, the only thing I know about set theory is somebody was describing how there's actually three different kinds of infinity, and the only way that works is something to do with set theory. And I sat there reading that shit for like an hour, I'm like, nah, my brain, <laughs> my brain just doesn't. Nope, can't that. Nope. Anyway, so the one okay. that has related to the episode, Eric, do you know what the word, the weather-related word, foxy means? Hmm. I didn't know how to word that. I'm like, not the one where somebody looks foxy, but like, this is a weather-related word. 
Uh, I, just, I do not. What is foxy? Foxy, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, through the website Mental Floss is where I found this. If the weather is foxy, then it's misleadingly bright. Or in other words, sunny and clear, but freezing cold. That's like some of my favorite weather. Yeah. I love it when it's foxy. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big uh, uh, fan of foxy boxing. You mean where it's really cold? Yes. it's No, it's really bright out, though. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then ladies in bikinis punch each other. Is that what foxy boxing was? I literally only know it from a, from punchlines in the. I'm 80s. not going to dignify that one. And then uh, my my set theory uh-huh. version of this, and you're, I think you're going to understand when I when I uh, okay describe it. Eric, how many of the 15 different champagne bottle sizes do you know? Some of these are really uh, fun sounding. So okay, just, uh, hold on. Um, uh, is Demimond one of them? Uh, wait, there is a. Um, yeah, the half bottle is also called a demi. Demi. I can't remember. There's bottle. There's magnum. I know that when you get really big, they've got some great names. Like there's a Methuselah, I believe. There is a Methuselah that is a, like a six liter bottle. Six liter bottle. Is there a Leviathan? No, but I mean, you're you're so on the right track. It's it's absurd. Uh, a behemoth. Oh, I think there is. Is there an Enoch? There's no behemoth, but there's not close. But yeah. Is there a, a kaiju? Okay. So you okay. run out. Uh, and do, by the way, impressive. I I would have known. Uh, Ooh, there's a split. That's not on. That's here. a demi. A demi is a split. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they call that uh, the half bottle slash yeah. demi. So I can yeah. see that would be a split. Okay. So the 15 champagne bottle sizes, set theory style. Okay. The first being one eight seven point six milliliter, the piccolo. The pi- oh shit! I knew that one. Yes. Also, also uh, fought Goku. <laughs> the half bottle demi is three hundred and seventy five milliliters. The imperial pint. Is 600 milliliters. What? There's an imperial pint? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just... The, the fun one's coming in a second. Oh, I just okay. thought I'd okay. do it from the top down. The standard bottle, 750 milliliters. The magnum, which is where... You know, uh-huh. Then this is where the fun stuff starts. The Jeroboam. <laughs> the Rehoboam. Uh-huh. The Methuselah. The Salaman... Salamanazar. Salamanazar. The Balthazar. The Balthazar. Ooh. So, oh, I should tell you how many Balthazar these are. Balthazar was one of the magi. This is when it starts getting ridiculous. So Methuselah uh-huh. is six uh, liters. Uh, Salamanazar is nine liters. Uh-huh. Uh, Balthazar is 12 liters. Uh-huh. The Nebuchadnezzar. The Nebuchadnezzar. That's that's what the, the Balthazar. I'm like, oh, you're so close because you get the B name from uh-huh. the Bible. Yeah, you're a behemoth. I'm like, oh, it's um, Nebuchadnezzar is 15 liters. The Solomon is 18 liters. The primat, a.k.a. Goliath, is 27 liters. 27 liters? And the largest of the large, the 30-liter bottle, the Melchizedek. Oh, I should have guessed that one, too. I love that word. I use that word a lot just for random stuff. Uh, So those are the champagne bottle sizes. Melchizedek, I know, because, uh, you know, the the whole... um, sacred geometry flower of life thing this guy I figured you'd know melchizedek because you're an ex-mormon uh yeah that too but uh this guy wrote a thing on that i forget the name of it uh but it's some like big spiritual book but his name is Dronvolio melchizedek <laughs> and i'm sure that's a made-up name but like i just it's one of those like things that stuck with me back when i got into sacred geometry like a million years ago um that i read that book it was, it's not even that long ago but like it's just Dronvolio melchizedek really stuck in my head i'm like what a fucking ridiculous name <laughs> i mean whatever you know maybe that's his real name Dronvolio might be like uh like a great family name and i'm not shitting on your family dude maybe i am 
He's coming for you. I am. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fight. Let's bring him on the show. I'll fight him. Flower life, more like fist of death, motherfucker. Kia, <laughs> kick your way into not being depressed. Oh boy, kick your way into beating Mr. Melchizedek. So, I mean, I honestly, uh, Mr. Melchizedek, if you're out there, um, you've you've caused a lot more harm than good. And, and we, and but actually, we would love to have you on the show as a guest. Like, and yeah. Alex will not kick you. In fact, I will tie a shoe. I will not kick you. I agree to that. Uh, I will mm. always, in any situation, agree that I, physical violence is not necessary. Verbal violence, however, I will not side in that accord. Yes, he may verbally kick you. Oh, I will. I will verbally kick the shit out of you. Right in the verbals. Yes, yes, I will, I will kick his verbals up into his ver throat. <laughs> uh, Eric. Yes, Alex. Welcome back to a podcast no, 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 we, no, we don't, after I, the no, break. There's we never been a break. a break. No. We did, We never have a break. No. There, there was wasn't no a break. break. There was no break. There was no break. All right, that break was a lie. I made uh, I made a Friends reference, and people should be proud of it, because I've seen like four episodes of that show. I didn't get it. Oh, oh, there's a famous one where I don't actually know what happened. But Ross uh, uh, screams at someone, we're on a break. And like, I think he like cheated on someone when they were on a break. Mm. I don't actually know. I know it as a reference uh, because, you know, uh, because of my age group. Yeah. Well, they were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Should I make more Mork and Mindy references, old man? Yes, please make some Mork and Mindy Okay. Nanu, uh, Nanu. Nanu, Nanu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, look at these. Rainbow suspenders. Nanu nanu. Okay, so let's talk about the next episode of The Wiz Biz, doing some wizard business. That would be season two. Episode six. Episode six. Slow. <laughs> Slow love. So, Eric, what? Did you... Bemo's in this episode. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I was, I didn't want to keep doing that, but I would have just to see how long it would take you. Where is our BMO? Is it on a, it's not right there. No, BMO's oh. missing. Really? Why? Wait, what the fuck? Where's BMO? Did someone steal BMO? Oh shit, BMO's gone. Wait. How would anybody steal BMO? I, I occasionally have people over. Wait a second. Where the fuck is BMO? I don't know. Did I tell you about that prayer ring that miraculously reappeared in my apartment? Yeah, did BMO vanish right around then? Oh, this is a, I, well, that happened a few weeks ago, and now I'm noticing the BMO. Is it is BMO really not right there? I do not see BMO. BMO has been... This part's not going to get in the episode, but BMO has been on that, that mixer for a while now. I know. Where the fuck did BMO go? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely thrown right now, because I didn't move BMO. Did, did we just witness, like... An independently verified disappearance event. Did, did that happen? Like, is BMO really gone? I, did, I think BMO may have been traded for my prayer ring. I, th- this is really bizarre. Like, BMO has just been there the whole time. Wait, hold on a second. Eric, you're vamp. Because this might actually make it a Vamp me insane. Oh, I'm saying weird things into the mic right now. So, you know, I do remember there was a time when BMO did get moved back around uh, our um, uh, Halloween episode. We, I I went, around, I went and got my prayer ring and uh, put it on and the put mixer, it on the mixer just like, to see what happens. Well, no, I just feel like the universe is trying to do. Some you know, weird... you did move. You brought Bimo over to my house. Yeah, but that was that was a long. That was, that was October. October. Yeah, and it's it hasn't. I'm pretty sure Bimo's been here since. I'm then. pretty. I'm. I'm. But I'm not 100 percent sure. It's not something I ever interact with, so I don't. I was just thinking about Bimo now because we're going to be talking about Bimo. This episode's got Bimo. I'm. I'm. 
It's a baffling mystery, folks. It's a baffling mystery. This is uh, going to be hard to edit, but like I kind of want this in the episode because this is. Yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't remember if I talked about it on the show, but like very quickly, I I lost my prayer ring, like thing you spin. It says Om Mani Padme Om on it two years ago or so. It reappeared on the desk that I spend 90% of my home time at that's been cleaned multiple times since then that I've searched for other things I've lost on that table since then. And it was just there one day, like with an eyesight of me, like watching TV, it was just there. And it was like, that's, there's like no, this I live just like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like the, I live alone. There's no, there, there's no, there's no other way for that to get there. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's, it miraculously reappeared. Now my little BMO doll that was on the mixer for years and years, years and years, and years now is gone, is gone. What the hmm. fuck's happening? Am I going insane? Is this? I don't in, know. Did we move into a different universe? Am I? Am I? In, am I in like some kind of extra dimensional space? Are people going to be replying to this episode saying things like, "Who the hell is Bimo?" Oh no! It's going to be like uh, uh, Grackle Simpson. Grackle Simpson. Did you ever see this? No. The the the, the internet because I love young people. On the internet decided it'd be funny to make up a fake Mandela effect, uh-huh. so they invented a new Simpsons character called Grackle Simpson. But it's been there since episode one, uh-huh. and then they just photoshopped all these old images of Grackle Simpson. <laughs> so like, but they went all the way back to so they did it from like the early Tracy Ullman days and made uh-huh. it like the Tracy Ullman style, this shitty looking Grackle. Yeah, and then updated. There, it's really funny. <laughs> I love young people. Good for you guys. Yeah, way, good, way to good go. job, young people. We're, we're proud of you. And by now, the way, just if I could just- If there's a young person that stole BMO, please bring yeah. BMO back. And if I can accept something into the young people's heads here, guys, gender neutral for everybody. Just let's just get that God, going. God, let's please let that happen. Because, because I, I don't say, want... hey guys, all the time. Me too. And I can't stop. And I don't want to say y'all because I went to college. And <laughs> I, I like saying y'all, but I like to use y'all for- as a as a pronoun, I you know, I on, I only said that because I like Duncan on the South when oh. I can. Let's talk about man. I'm honestly thrown by this BMO situation. Me too, me too. But so let's talk about BMO though. Let's talk about BMO in this episode because BMO is just a petulant little brat in this episode. Let me yeah. So let me and doesn't even really have lines. I wonder if this was an episode written for season one pre BMO being like a talking you know a more sentient version that we get to know. Well, I mean, we haven't really had a lot of BMO yet, right? Like, we've only had... Well, we've had him speak. Yeah, but only a little bit. Yeah. So, I think that it, I think that it still fits. It's just... Hmm. Uh, the funny thing is, Nikki Yang is in this episode, and she does make some BMO noises. Yeah. But BMO doesn't really have any words. Who was Nikki Yang in this? She was one of the snails? She played some of the snails, yeah. and she played BMO. Because one of the... Uh, yeah, one of the snails' voice sounded very familiar. Yeah, it was it was BMO. Oh, I think it's Nikki Yang. <laughs> That's what I said. His name. Uh, yeah, I don't think he actually I said, said that. Nikki Yang. <laughs> Pretty sure I brought that up. Oh my god! Of course he did. <laughs> it's well to say it's candid on the show that I'm never going to remember her fucking name, and the only reason I remembered it is because you just said it seconds ago. Um, Anyhow, yeah, snail B- attack. Well, Bimo is playing very loud music uh-huh. and doing an adorable little dance as Bimo is apt to do. And uh, Jake hits her. Jake hits him with the newspaper and says, "Go sit in the corner and think about your life." <laughs> bad computer. Oh, bad computer. Oh, so good. That's 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 the stuff that I like. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. So then the snail shows up, and it's it's here's the thing that that anybody who is astute could probably saw right away in this episode that um, Snorlock is not a snail. Snorlock doesn't have a shell. Oh, were we not supposed to know that he was a he was a slug the whole time? They call him a snail the whole time. Oh, I just they yell out snail attack. They refer to him as a snail. They talk oh. about getting him lady snails. That's interesting. I've never even 
the first time I watched the episode, I thought he was a slug. He is a slug. <clears throat> no, no, but what I mean is I had no point, at no point was my thinking on the same level as Finn's. Right. At no point was I like, oh, that's that's a snail. Yeah. I always thought like, because he's got a treehouse on his back and like, that's not his normal. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a slug. Yeah, he's, he's a slug. Okay, so this giant, huge slug that they call a snail busts into the treehouse. Mm-hmm. It's Snorlock and he's having trouble because he can't... Um, he can't get it on. He can't find a lady friend. Yeah, another another incel problem. Yeah. He should he should fuck Mr. Fox. Uh I think that Mr. Fox would be a really unsatisfying um piece of tail for Snorlock. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've ever seen slugs have sex but daily. Well, I mean, you do live in the Pacific Northwest. No, no, I just I have the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, slug sex is gorgeous. Snail sex. There's a snail thing. sex that uses love darts. Yes, I was about to bring up love darts. Which would darts. be awful. Nobody yeah. wants a love dart except, I guess, a snail. Oh, look at Mr. Anti-Cupid, all right? <laughs> I'm anti-love dart. Okay. Yeah, you disgust me. All the all the Romans in the audience are mad that you just shit on one of their gods. <laughs> uh, anyhow, for those of you out there, like you should go do some Google image searches for um, slug sex. Yeah. So it's what you want to good. search for is just sex. slug sex. No, no, no. It's, it's, sna- it's sex snail trail. And you're only going to get like um, what unholy, biology. What in the unholy hell? No, no. I'm serious. Slug sex looks cool. Like they. Yes. They yeah, intertwine. I know. You like looking at snail trails. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so, so it's Finn and Jake. <laughs> Finn and Jake have to take Snorlock out and help him get laid. Is it actually Snorlock? Is that yeah. the name? It's Snorlax. Well, because there's a there's a Pokemon Snorlax. There is, and I thought that's what they said at first, but it's Snorlax. Because it feels like Snorlax, like Snorlax is the plural of that. <laughs> like when like you have two Snorlax, it's Snor- Snorlax. Snorlax. That, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be it. Would it would fit? Yeah. Um, but the problem is when Snorlax takes off, he brings their house with him. Yeah. And it's and he I can't remember who says it, but either Finn or Jake is like. Snorlock, you got to stop. You're scaring ladies and jacking up our house. That's Jake. Jake's the one that says jacking up. Yeah. And then Snorlock is like, talking to ladies is hard. And then and then the best come online in the universe, which I'm totally going to try using. Yeah. Girl. Try it on me. You smell good. Did you take a bath in rainbows and cupcakes? Mm. Yeah, it's working on me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I don't like to be called a girl, though. Uh I mean, not in this context. Too bad. Too bad. That's the line. Yeah, I mean, could we paraphrase? <laughs> just later, uh, we're, we're more like mid-coitus. If you could just paraphrase and call me boy and say the same thing. Uh, sure. Anything for you, Alex. Delecti <laughs> flagrantis. What's that phrase? <laughs> Inflagante delectus. Yeah, yeah that's Inflagante. It. Yeah, it's delectus is, is the one. I just can't remember which word came first. <laughs> in a... Yes. Uh, <clears throat> hey, hey, Eric, you know what time it is? Lady time. Lady time. Which, uh, boy, if if there's another podcast out there that's like right-wing shithead incel people, oh, that is such a good quote for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, for for us, I mean, it's it's a weird episode. And it's weird that uh, Finn and Jake are trying to help Snorlock, Snorlock find a lady, since Finn certainly can't do it. And Jake, you know, he's already shacked up with Lady Rainicorn. Well, Finn, let's go back to Finn is 12. Right. But he can do the swords. Yes. Snorlock says, I have no one to love. Same, dude. Same. <laughs> and then he talks to a lady, has a full anxiety attack. 
You know that feeling. Same, dude. Yeah. yeah. Same. So what I'm saying, audience at home, hit me up. DM me. Let's get Alex a girlfriend. Plus, so he can stop Alex can saying do this horrible cool, things on- uh, sword dance while he beatboxes. Um, Just the, like Starlock. The beatboxing I'm not great at. I am- I can I can fire dance like the best of them. And I can, can you, I can but sword can you dance. do the, the swords? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay, yeah, swords are easy. I mean, right, I can yeah. do I can do like. Oh, and we probably shouldn't forget the kicking. Thirty-four inch sword straight down the gullet, easy, <laughs> easy. Thirty-four inches. I don't. I was trying. To, I used to know the exact number that sword swallow. There's a sword swallower limit. Like it's not that there's a there's a. Uh, they don't have like a union, but they have agreed upon rules. Yeah. That there's a certain length of sword that like, that's when you're pierce the, that's when the straight line stops and bad things happen. Right, right, right. Uh, and I forget, I used to know the number and it's, it's, I'm sure it's not 34, <laughs> but that was the number that popped in my head. I <laughs> couldn't even, I can't even imagine. How bored swords, I was that swords, I was reading into that. No sword swallowing, <laughs> but I've, I've seen, I, I've known sword swallowers and seen them do it and it is a little insane. I don't like it. I mean, I, I respect it on a on a razzle dazzle level mm-hmm. but like i don't like look at because like oh no you're gonna cut up all your inside stuff like ugh, yeah i don't like just, that it's just ugh. yeah yeah i don't like that at all like, yeah. Go away. <laughs> yeah i agree i agree so um do you know why snorlock ends up being so good at beatboxing because snails are good at beatboxing it's because he's played by Bismarcky. oh baby you got what i need Mm-hmm. But, you, but say you say he's, he's just, just a friend. Bismarcky is the voice of Snorlock. Ahem. Amadeus Bismarcky. Thank you very much. Maybe. It's at the, the, the beginning of that video. He's dressed oh. up as Mozart. Oh, right, 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 right. He right, calls right. himself Amadeus Bismarcky. That guy's the fucking best. He's so stupid. It's great. It's, I mean, they, when I say stupid, I mean like in a good way. Like his, I did his, watch his that silly video. Little... I, I watched that video today yeah. after, I, after I watched it. Oh, for real? That's yeah, awesome. because yeah. I was sort of like, Bismarcky? Oh, yeah. I knew it was an old uh, an old rapper. I couldn't. I thought it was one of the Fat Boys or something. But yeah, Bismarcky makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, so the the sword dance, the sword dance, and the beatboxing bring all the snail chicks to the yard. Yeah, but that's when it is revealed that Snorlock isn't a snail, and everybody's like, "Oh, gross! We don't want to hang out with a slug." And then, which is kind of bullshit of them. Well, here's the deal. Remember that thing that we were talking about with the love darts. Mm-hmm. If you are not a snail, I don't think that you want to get a love dart. Hmm. It's totally. You know that old story, like from the Civil War, where a bullet went through a guy's nutsack and then entered a lady and impregnated her? What? Oh, they, oh, it's an old urban legend. Uh, like, and this would be saying like it's a well-researched, like it's <laughs> it's referenced on urban legend sites and stuff. I was just thinking, would that count as a love dart if that was something that actually happened? Uh, yeah, why not? That's a love dart. Yeah. So anyway, but, Eric, I have something to tell you. I'm your father, and um, I need to show you my testicles. There's a sweet scar, and that's where you're from. First of all, to all of that, no. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no. Why no. can't it be your dad? You're too young. Uh, yeah, but according according to what I told you. Uh, what no. if this is like a wholesome reunion? Well, I already know my dad. Yeah, but you ever notice that your dad doesn't really look like you, and you're kind of you kind of look like me a little bit? Uh, I don't think I look like you. I think you kind of—I mean, more than your dad. Oh you know? no, I don't think so. I don't think I think I look more like my dad. Oh, I don't know. I mean, having seen both me and not your dad, I'm pretty sure. I feel like you could just compare my hairline with my dad's hairline and be like, "Oh, yep, 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 they're related." Oh, maybe it's your brother that I'm her, um, his father, because he's got all of his hair. He looks like my dad too. <laughs> Do I look like your dad? Nope. 
So who shot me in the testicles? I don't know who shot you in the testicles. But who would have... If somebody shot you in the testicles, that means that my mom would have gotten shot also. Yeah. But my mom has never been shot. Yeah, according to you, you weren't there yet. So You were sort of there, technically. What that means you were, is... A bit of you was on a bullet and a bit of you, you was inside your mom. If you testicles yeah. and impregnated a woman by being shot in the testicles, it was somebody else. Oh, God. And it wasn't me. Uh, all right. Well, whatever. Uh, time traveling Adam Savage, I believe I've got a little bit of a job for you. <laughs> Because <laughs> I need a myth busted. Do you think that if I, like, honestly, if I stood in front of my house in uh-huh. Lads Edition, uh-huh. uh, maybe the center circle of Lads Edition. You and mean the ju- Hudson Avenue circle? Yes. And started juggling knives uh-huh. while beatboxing. Uh-huh. Like, not joking. Do you think I could pull a chick from that? Yes. Huh. Also, I'm really, the term chick really grossed me out right there. Yeah, yeah, it's I didn't like gross. that. I didn't like that at all. Like, I wanted to say, like, in a fun, like, would, I'm obviously attract, joking way, but I didn't really like that at all. You would definitely attract the, you would definitely attract attention. No, but I mean, like, straight up, would I get a lady? Because here's the thing is, I can learn how to juggle. Yeah. I can learn how to beatbox. Yeah. I might need to do this. I feel like you should, and that it, this would be a perfect video for our YouTube page. Yeah, our non-existent YouTube page. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start working on this. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll juggle. Do you think it would work with hatchets? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I figure we can multitask. I'll get like super good at juggling hatchets. If you can if you can juggle hatchets and throw them. Yeah. If you can dodge, dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a fun movie. It is. <laughs> okay. So uh, the episode ends with the snail. Turns out, turns oh. out there's one of the other snails. The lady snail. It is faking it, too. It's faking it. Yeah. She's, uh, she has a... She has a uh, Peppermint Butler's grandpa on her yeah. back. I really wanted that Peppermint to like get up and walk away. Oh, that'd be so That good. would have been so perfect. Hey, wait a second. Does that mean she's... Ugh. I just realized. Ugh. That that yeah. indicates that she's carrying around a dead corpse on her back. Yeah. Because Candy is sentient. In yes, this. I know. Ew. I know. Ew. Yeah. Eric, that's gross. This show's gross. It, I, as someone that's never said a gross thing in his life, I find this thing gross. There's been, the, both of these episodes where it had a little bit too much of the old romance in them for me. It was kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, yeah, so Snorlock gets a, a uh, slug girlfriend. And they and start smooching. They start smooching in the front yard out, out by the, the pond out front of the treehouse. And Bimo is just hanging out, watching him play music. Yeah, just cheering them on yeah. uh, uh, and playing music. And then they end with the, like, 80s sitcom, like, oh, Bimo, <laughs> which is really fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, and that was that was kind of I, I, I liked the episode. It's it's got a lot of uncomfortable parts. But uh, I mean, overall... honestly, I liked both, yeah. uh, but they weren't they're not favorites. But like, I yeah. I was fond of both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some dumb parts in both of them. But like, there's it's good enough. I mean, I think this is where the uh, you know, we're talking about season two getting a little better is I think this is kind of like the the next step up and kind of this is an off episode, but it's still yeah. pretty all right. Yeah. Then by season three, it's like even the off episodes are pretty good. Then season four is like even the off episodes are like excellent. You know, so it's mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of the, the both inter- of these episodes are better than the eyes. Is that the one with the cow? That's the one with the with the pony. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a pony. It wasn't a cow. Yeah. Uh, no, the cow is in storytelling. Mrs. Cow. No, no. I was just, I just, I yeah, the, the panto horse. I just, yeah. for some reason, I thought it was a cow for a second. Again, my, my brain state's deteriorating. And, and I'm, poo brain. I'm, it's yeah, poo brain. Yeah, I got poo brain. So, ladies, if you're one of <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So, Eric, I have a very important question for you. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Are you done with this episode? Yeah, yeah. I'm done okay. with this episode. Wait, wait, wait. No. Hold on, I might have some trivia. No, you gave up. You gave up. I already talked about Bismarcky and Nikki Yang. Bismarcky died. 
Really? In 2021. Oh. He was only 57. I don't think I knew that. No, I probably did and just forgot immediately. Maybe. That sucks. He seemed like a fun guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, in honor of Bismarck, he go look up some of his music videos on YouTube and watch them. And then watch some snail sex videos. Yeah, do that. Especially if you can get the one with Isabella Rossellini. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for you, Eric. Okay, okay. Okay, a question. Hit that beat. I, I can't. I don't know how to beatbox. Oh, okay. That was, I mean... Okay, I'll try rapping. My name is Alex, and I'm here. <laughs> okay, that, do that like do that like white guy rap. We just uh, lost our last listener. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so what's the question? The question is, uh-huh. who won the episodes? Bimo. I think Bimo is enough of a background character that Bimo could win. Um, I, I, I'm a boy, Bimo. We need to be mm-hmm, clear about mm-hmm. that. But and this is not a reflection of Bimo apparently abandoning my apartment in some kind of weird Fortean thing. It's going to start raining uh, frogs later. I'm going to say Forest Wizard. Forest Wizard has had a had an important speaking part. Yeah, but he's still. I mean, he's he's a throwaway character. He shows up over and over again too, though. Yeah, but so does Bimo. Okay. I think I think Bimo and Forest Wizard are the same level of interaction with. The and episode. you're going to pick Forest Wizard over Bimo. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks like you, and he smashed a little boy over the head with a stick. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. What, because I think that you're a child endangerer? All right, fine. But Hey, learn how to take a compliment, bro. Okay, fine, fine. Forest wizard, I'll change my vote. No, no, you have to change your vote. I just meant like, Oh, no, I'm doing it. Understand, understand that me thinking that you beat children over the head with your wizard staff is a compliment. I mean, come on. I was just so excited to see Bimo. And I, no, I was, obviously Bimo. Was and I loved Bimo's. delight. So, I mean, this is, but this is sort of before Bimo is really developed as a character, right? So Bimo is just such a, is just such a little brat. Yeah. I, th- I mean, the main reason is... Uh, I think I voted for Bimo before, and I was just trying to, like, spread the love a little bit. Okay. Speaking of spreading the love. Yes. I love segues. So here <laughs> is a segue to Eric might have a segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a uh, medieval uh, Turkish Sufi joke. Oh, I would love to hear it. Okay. So um, part of the background here is uh, there was, uh, I don't know what century, like 13th century or something. There is this. That is a century. Thanks. No. <laughs> there was this uh, Sufi mystic named uh, Mullah Nasruddin who um, has all of these stories that are sort of like these jokes told about him that um, that are meant to be kind of like learning jokes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you listen to the joke and you're like, oh, I'm suddenly enlightened. All right. So one day, Mullah Nasruddin's neighbor comes over, knocks on the door. Nasruddin answers it. And the neighbor's like, hey, it's... Uh, it's um, it's plowing time. I have to plow my fields, but my donkey uh, is lame. Uh, can I borrow your donkey to work on my fields? And Mullah Nasruddin's like, oh, neighbor, I wish I could help you, but I already lo- loaned my donkey out to my cousin, so the donkey's not even here right now. And then in the barn right next to Nasruddin's house, a donkey brays. And the neighbor's like, but, but Mullah Nasruddin, I, I just heard your donkey in that barn. Your donkey's totally here. And Nasruddin gets really mad, and he looks at his neighbor. He looks him right in the eye, and he says, are you going to take the word of that ass over mine? Wow. You know, Eric, I wonder if that was a flavorless, disgusting, powdered, covered candy, because that was a Turkish delight. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Did you save up a joke? Did you make up a joke while I was telling my joke and you just didn't listen to my joke? The Turkish Delight thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. So you totally didn't I even listen to, to my joke. joke. I listened to you it. You didn't even chuckle. There wasn't even a well, it wasn't funny. Bit. It was pretty good. I mean, I'm not. it's not a comment on you. It's, it, you know. It's... I just, uh, everybody else I've told that joke to has laughed. Yeah, and I don't like, I don't like that kind of harsh language. You love that kind of harsh language. You use it all the time. That's I, I dare you to find one example of me using harsh language. <laughs> okay. And also, you know my feeling on the Turks. <laughs> okay, fine. I've got another one. All right. A famous philosopher uh, visits uh, Mullah Nasruddin's town um, specifically to go talk to him. And so Mullah Nasruddin takes him to his favorite restaurant in town and they sit down and uh, the philosopher's like, well, what's good here? And Nasruddin's like, oh, the, the fish. They do have baked fish. So they order two baked fishes. And the platter comes out with the fishes on him, and the waiter sets it down on the table. One of the fish is much larger. And Nasruddin reaches out and grabs the largest fish and puts it on his plate. And the philosopher is just shocked. He's like, oh, Nasruddin, I can't believe this. I can't believe you would take the bigger fish. And Nasruddin's like, well, what, what do you think should happen? And the philosopher says, I believe that a conscientious man would take the smaller fish and offer the bigger fish to the other person. And Nasruddin says, oh, well then. And he takes the smaller fish and he puts it in front of the philosopher and he's like, well, there you go. I don't think I get it. He's basically saying that the philosopher is a conscientious man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's more of like a teaching thing. Than They're that. all supposed to be no, teaching jokes. No, no, I know. But that, the first one was a little more joke joke. So I was, this the second one, I was looking, I was like, oh, I missed the punchline. But it's it's not really a punchline. It's a, oh, like ah, a he got him. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a yep, he got him yep, kind yep, of thing. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> all right. So here's, I'll tell you a joke uh, too. Okay. Uh, that That's really stupid and has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I'm just going to throw a joke at you. Uh, so uh, 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 an imam, uh-huh. a rabbi, uh-huh. a priest- and a cowboy walk into a bar, and the bartender says, "What is this? Some kind of joke?" Yeah, everybody's heard that. <laughs> yeah, one. no, of course. <laughs> All right, so fine. Uh, 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 a priest and a rabbit walk into a blood bank, and uh, the the priest goes, "I think I'm a type A," and the rabbit says, "I think I'm a type O." <laughs> okay, that one's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. Okay, so uh, uh, let's. Eric, give them a call to action because I'm not good at this. So everybody, everybody out there, uh, the the best call to action for a podcast of of our caliber, you know, when we're small and we don't have a lot of listeners. So the best thing you could ever do is to uh, call your mom and tell her about this podcast and tell her how awesome you think it is. Or call your um, college roommate. Call somebody you know who has also watched Adventure Time and has talked to you about Adventure Time. For instance, I learned about Adventure Time uh, from a, a, a stripper at a strip club uh, that doesn't exist anymore uh, way back when it was still on the air. And if um, if I still was in touch with this particular stripper, I would totally be like, hey, you should check out my podcast. It's about Adventure Time. Agreed. So, so-, so that's the call to action. Call somebody you know who loves Adventure Time also. Uh, and get them to listen to your favorite episode so far. Uh, you now have like 15 to choose from, so it should be pretty easy to find one. Yeah. Even if your favorite episode is just our trailer. Okay, that's my call to action. Also, feel free to text them, because I'm not a big phone call guy. So, yeah, 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 you don't text have to call them. You yeah. can text them. Uh, and and how are they going to find it? Well, uh, whizbizpodcast.com is where you can find us. Uh, if you go to whizbizpodcast.com slash listen, it's got like all this helpful stuff to help you listen and subscribe and things. Is that true? I didn't know about that. I think it's true. Uh-huh. If I'm making that I was, up. I wasn't doubting you. I just like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there. Um, 
And then uh, you can also find us on social media. We are on Twitter at WizBiz Podcast. We're on Instagram at WizBiz Podcast. We're on Twitch at WizBiz Podcast. And we're on YouTube, uh, though our YouTube channel has zero things on it. And we don't have a good name yet. And we don't have a good name yet. Yeah. Um, we are on TikTok. And there's at least one video on there. Yeah, yeah. So you can even follow us on TikTok at yeah. WizBiz Podcast. Yes. All so, those things. So, uh, so pay attention to all that stuff. Go find us. Go tell a friend. Um, tweet at us. All that kind of fun things. And uh, and also catch us next time for some more uh, Adventure Time with Alex the Nurk. And that, my friend, is the end of the wizard business. Alfita Zane, minor champions. Mwah. Mwah.